Hi, I'm Patricia. Hi, I'm Maya, and you're listening to our podcast series, Uncomfortable Truths You Need to Know. Part one, women's issues. Welcome to the third episode of Uncomfortable Truths That You Need to Know, part one, women's issues. So far, we were talking about self-acceptance, various body movements, but also the last episode, we focused on women in the creative industry and their experience. We discussed issues that have global impact on women, which quite usually stop us from advising our personal development, careers, or relationships in various groups. Of course, there is not such a thing as comparing different issues with each other, because it all depends on so many various component parts. However, I feel like sometimes we don't really appreciate how privileged we are, and I'm saying it especially as a white woman living in Europe. But on the other hand, the main issues depends on your point of view, based on your origin, race, environment, and social status. So what are the main issues in your opinion? Like seriously, stop and think about three major women's issues right now. Let's look right now in the bigger picture. When you kindly ask Google, what are the major women's issues? Just on the front page, you will get an answer by United Nations Women, explain it with emojis. So I think it would be great to quickly articulate them. Number one, violence against women and girls. Number two, gender pay gap. Number three, digital gender divide. Number four, informal work and instability. Number five, period of poverty and stigma. Number six, unrepresentation as leaders in health. Have you previously thought about all of them? In this episode, me and Maya are going to talk about the issues that personally bother us the most. And on the other hand, I think it's good time to finally introduce ourselves to you. Hi, I'm Maya. I'm an arts management student, performer, and all-round creative arts enthusiastic. I enjoy music, books, I like to exercise. Uh, I study at university in Liverpool. I really enjoy it here, except for the weather. <laughs> I, um, I grew up abroad. I was born in Spain and have lived all over the place. And I think this gives me a very multicultural viewpoint towards subject matters. And I've had a very unique experience in life growing up. And I hope that this gives me a unique point of view. And hi, I'm Patricia. I was talking to you today. <laughs> I'm as well arts management student, kind of ex-musician, film enthusiast, but also a huge sports fan, uh, probably because I'm over-energetic. I love ice cream, animals, art, and our planet. And yeah, I'm also studying in Liverpool, which is ironic because there isn't a better place for me than Sunny Beach. Uh, if I were running for a Miss title, I would probably say that I would like to stop environmental disaster, obviously peace on the world, but also no more gender discrimination. We hope you enjoy this episode and let's start. So, Patricia, before reading the UNW article, do you think you were aware of all these international problems? Mm, 
I think I was aware of most of them. Like I had them in the back of my mind. Uh, however, I probably never thought about them as a, like major issues because yeah, I didn't experience most of them luckily. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I was kind of aware, but, uh, but didn't realize that they're like the you know, major issues because they were around me. And how about you, Maya? The same for me, really. I think I knew about most of them, just not in full detail. I haven't dug deep into the subjects. Oh, so going a bit far in this, which women's issue actually bother you the most right now? Um, uh, there are lots of different things I could talk about because there are so many issues and hardships that women face. But for me, I think what I would like to talk about um, is something that's rele more relevant for me, for my life at this moment, which is sort of just day-to-day -day harassment that women face, because lately it's been happening to me while walking on my own around town. And there's been, have been way too many times that I've been scared walking home. On my because I'm on my own and I'm scared that someone's gonna do something to me because I'm a woman and I'm on my own and I just I think things like that happen on the daily and people don't realize yeah I, I totally agree and like uh, I think this is like our day-to-day -day reality and this is what we face the most. As, as I said before, we are in a really privileged position right now living in Europe, but there's so many things that are around us that, um, and depends from our environment and point of view that, uh, that we don't have even like time and energy to think about more in like every uh, every time like except the subjects that we uh, approach in our previous episodes. I think I'm mostly concerned about the situation of uh, Polish women's rights uh, right now. I don't know if all of you are aware of those protests. However, in late October, our uh, I mean Polish Constitutional Tribunal almost totally banned abortion rights, uh, which were already banned, but we had something so-called abortion compromise. It allowed for abortion procedure to be carried uh, on only in three cases. Uh, it's not about saying if abortion is okay or not. Uh, it's more about right of choice and basic human rights. And I think this is what I'm uh, mostly concerned right now. And how about you, Maya? Because, yeah, I'm Polish. Have you been aware of this problem lately? I don't think I would have been aware of it if I didn't know you. <laughs> if I'm completely yeah. honest. Yeah. I don't think I would have seen it. It's It's not something that is part of my daily life and if I didn't have you as a friend I don't think I would have known about it. Yeah because I feel like it's more about uh, it's more about the algorithm right now and you're reading this kind of news and it's getting you into this kind of news and that's why I feel like uh, there's so many things we actually can do to make a change. So Maya, coming back to your day-to-day uh, -day problems, do you think there is anything we can do in this case? I think in, in my opinion, no, I won't say I think, in my opinion, 
education definitely needs to change. It needs to start younger. You need to teach people what is right and wrong because at the moment it's ingrained into society that women are sexual objects. And so that's what we are seen as, even though there's so, 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 so much more to a woman than her body and how she looks. And I feel as though if education was to change and there were honest conversations from a young age, everyone would slowly but surely change that train of thought and there'll be so much less day-to-day harassment that goes on against women. I can totally agree with what you just said, Maya. Like education, I think it's basic in terms of uh, every major problem. I feel like uh, environmental problems or mental health problems, it, it, this is like our major issue. Like people should focus on education, as you said, from, uh, from young age and not only education like uh, from school. I feel like parents and in general families uh, or even non-profit organizations should focus more on helping uh, to understand the, those problems, yeah. Uh, and in terms of, um, in case of Polish situation, uh, I think also the education from uh, from the youngest level, I think it was per super helpful as well there are like many petitions that people can sign or people can join the protest right now we are living the uh, kind of digital world so you can join the protest and show your support even online yeah uh because health is the most important right now as we know i do think that because i think people might because we're talking about day-to-day harassment and everything like that people might think that we're saying that you need to give young, really young kids sex, sexual education. I'm not saying that it needs to be outright, oh, don't teach people not to, like, do you get what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, but I do think that there needs to be a conversation between parents and it sort of, to their child and going, when you put it into context of consent, if you say you teach your child from a young age, if you're playing with someone else and they have a toy and you want it, if they say you can't have it, well, you have to accept that they said no. That sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that it has to be outright sex education from a young age, but I think things need to be talked about more. Yeah, exactly. Like we are living in the... 21st century and those are kind of subjects that we actually are able to talk so uh so yeah i feel like support education as you said before open uh open talks are the things that might have like long distance might provide long distance changes actually Mm. so from your point of view, in your mind at the moment, in your environment, what is the biggest women's issue that like, people in your environment face the most? Uh, so except the topics that we were like, discussing in the previous, uh, previous episodes, we talk about body neutrality, body confidence, as well as uh, uh, us, women in arts and creative industries. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's everyday sexism, 
and kind of lack of understand uh, everyday sexual harassment that sometimes men do not even think of like uh, as a sexism. Yeah, we, uh, we, we were just talking about all of the comments that might have such a big impact actually on our mental health or the way how we look may provoke like uh, eating disorders, stuff like this. But just by one comment. And uh, yeah, I feel like this is the issue, like everyday issue uh, that I'm facing in my environment. How about mm -hmm. Maya then? I agree, I really do agree. I um, I think that's a really big problem. I, I was sort of saying, I was thinking the same thing, I was just saying it in a different way because I think that everyday day harassment is violence against women and girls. And I think, but I do think that that goes even th further as well, because I mean, the cases of abuse and everything like that have gone up so much during this uh, lockdown. And so I, I feel like it's a, it, violence, whether it be just, harassment or something on a bigger level i just think that that is a big problem at the moment yeah yeah uh, i can agree and uh again uh linked it to the to those uh previous question do you sometimes feel uh powerless in terms of all of the problems because we actually noticed that there's a massive impact in our mental health uh like mental health uh and uh the women's issues and how do you feel about that yeah i feel powerless when it comes to these problems a lot of the time because i don't have the ability to change them on a scale that is big enough i can change things in my life on a smaller scale but i don't have the things to the power to change things for everyone which sometimes is upsetting because I want to be able to do things for everyone but I can't I don't have that ability what about you uh, <laughs> uh, I mostly feel powerless in case of environmental problems <laughs> and I feel like uh, I think it's that the reason of uh, gaining the numbers of the depression right now in people young age. Uh, but of course, most of the time, I just don't understand in case of women issue, why it works this way. Of course, I'm aware about like the history and different like situations uh, in our lives. And the fact that actually our world is designed uh, to men's life. <laughs> but sometimes I'm just wondering why everyone can't think in the same way, but like in a good way, you know what I mean? Uh, I know it's not the best option if everyone will have the same opinion thing, but if everyone will be aware of those kinds of issues, I actually see it as an issue, yeah, like the sexism or sexual harassment or, uh, you know, even like uh, sanitary products that girls have or like, uh, or many other things, I guess, like if people will just like see 
see those things as a problems, I think it will be so much easier and we will not feel powerless in this situation. Yeah. So moving on a little bit, but we're staying on the same sort of subject. When you look at the media, the news, social media, what problems do you think are sort of touched the most by the media? Uh, well, I think it's great question and I kind of answered uh, for this question before uh, as it's all about the algorithms right now. Uh, as we talked before, it's all, uh, it all depends on uh, what particular stuff are we watching, what is our environment, what our friends are watching. Uh, however, I feel like on my social media uh, that body neutrality and confidence are subject that we uh, that actually we are started talking about and there's more and more about it on social media uh, as well as the Polish situation but also situation of women in Belarus uh, yeah this is I this those are the uh, problems that I can see mostly in social media and how about yours because you're <laughs> it's really a different one I think it's hard to pinpoint one because I feel as though the media touches on a lot of different issues. Um, but I think sometimes in, it's in good ways and sometimes it's in bad ways because I always feel as though there are some things that the media only broaches as a subject if it has value to them in a commercial way. So I feel like not all the time is does it have the best intention when these subjects are brought up in the media okay like social media is one thing but actually we as a people were actually not able to meet right now but we are still having a conversation and do you think that people talk enough uh, about those problems or on the other hand uh do does people actually care enough about those problems i i don't i don't think women's issues are talked about enough and people aren't always aware of them i mean i have experience of a conversation and the subject of harassment came up um that women face day to day and some of the men who were part of that conversation didn't know that it goes on and that's one of the reasons why i started this podcast because i thought People need to know that this goes on. What about you? Uh, well, I'm a bit more positive, I guess. And I think we are still in a pretty long process of changes and awareness. But I can see some changes, especially like in the films or series. Uh, as we talk about the serious sex education, that actually is about sex education right now. So uh, I think it's a good starting point. Uh, somehow uh, I personally uh, follow some really interested, um, uh, you know, social media. Gabrielle, who was talking with us about the body confidence. I think she is great and her normalized view movement is really helping people around the world uh, because yeah right now you can be in one place and uh, you can help someone else on the other side of the world so I think it's quite good and again we are living in a 
safely in Europe and accept news that we can uh, read uh, from time to time about the situation. Uh, yeah, again, on the other side of the world, there are not many things that we can actually know. I guess this is the problem that there's so many informations coming around our uh, everyday life, so many news that we can't catch and care about all of them because we will be just like get crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a weird sort of situation, I feel like, because you want to talk about all of them, yeah. but I don't think you'd we'd be sat here for a very long time if we were talking about everything. Yeah, and you know, like there's so many feminists around the world and uh you can like i feel like every single person will look at this like differently like someone in australia can think about feminism in a different way someone in like with your international background can uh can actually look at this in a different way someone like me can have a different experience about the feminists so yeah. that that actually links to what i was going to ask you um when you look back at the history of feminism you don't actually have to look that far back because really it's a relatively new thing um to come to fruition with like basic rights to education in the uk only coming about in like the 19th century and in like the 70 80 not 1870s sorry and then it took another 50 years after that to, for women to get to the right to vote in the UK. And that only came about in about 1918. So just about a hundred years ago, just over. So it's like looking back makes me think about the question, do you think every woman should be a feminist? Uh, well, my short answer uh, is yes. <laughs> However, of course, it's more complicated. And I feel uh, that over the years, uh, there were so many different definitions of feminism. And even probably we, based on our experience and knowledge, will have a, a different definition of, of feminism. Uh, but if, if the feminist means that people Mm, I feel like people can define meaning of feminism quite differently, but I truly believe that everyone should care about women's equality, uh, not only theoretically, but also as a part of something more. And everyone should believe. I mean, I mean, it's it's so obvious, yeah, that we are just people. We are both people, men, women, and that's. I think it's simple. So, uh, so yeah, I feel like everyone should <laughs> should be. It's, it's quite easy for me. Like, but how about you, Maya? I think similarly. I don't think I could purposely go up to someone and tell them this is what you should be. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope and I would like that every woman was a feminist because I think it's the one of the only ways we can continue forward and make change if we all want similar things. 
Yeah, and I'm quite glad that I have, yeah, I feel like quite a lot male friends who, who I can also call out feminists. <laughs> uh, and I'm quite glad, but still they are my minority in the world, I guess. There's not as many male feminists as, uh, feminists as women. But talking about the minority and kind of linked in our last podcast episode about the women in the arts and creative industry, uh, what are the industries that women are still a minority? Oh, well, <laughs> there are lots of industries where women are still a minority. When you look at the higher positions, I would say it's, the majority of industry when you look at really high up women are still a minority what about you what do you think uh well i actually read some data uh and it says that uh, it industry especially computer programming uh just a few years ago it was one of that industry when women was actually women were actually a minority uh however i can see a change yeah even among my friends who like some of them some of my um, friends are studying on polytechnic or stuff like this so i'm quite uh, i'm quite happy for them uh there's still not as many women in general in uh engineering industries or as a firefighters probably and uh yeah in some some sports we were just talking about football yeah for example uh, uh, in the past but i think that change is coming and uh and that's good and i'm i'm quite happy about it uh to be fair yeah sort of linking on to that with how you were saying about the change if you could solve just one problem, what would it be? What would be the first thing you change? <laughs> of course, as we... As I know well, it's a hard question, but... Yeah, I think it's probably the hardest because uh, as we said before, we care about so many different things and uh, yeah, there are, they, there are different problems that uh, link to me and different ones to like, people with different environment uh of course right now i will i will focus on polish situation and i'm i'm i really would like to change it but again i think uh the most important change that actually will uh, have like long term will provide long term uh, changes i think it's uh focusing on education by providing equal access to education uh, in general, yeah, uh, but as well uh, equality in education, like in the higher positions, and as well as uh, uh, not like provided not only among young boys, uh, not only among young girls, but all, uh, also among young boys to like teach them from beginning how things work, that uh, how our human rights works. And, uh, and what about you, Maya, actually? Yeah. I completely agree with that. I think top one would be education. But I think for me, if I had to look at something else, I would say that it's the fact that higher positions of workplace, of any workplace, don't reflect the world that we are living in today. 
Like, you don't see a reflection that women are 50% of the population when you look at the women percentage of women in the higher positions within any industry. And you don't see a reflection of how, the, how diverse the world is today, which is also something that needs to change and I think needs to change quickly. Yeah, I can, I can just uh, say that after, uh, un- after interviewing our guests in the first and second episode, I feel like our uh, point of view changed a bit. I mean, like we, we all were aware about the situation and what we want to talk about them. But in the same times, uh, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it helped us to even more understand how, how those problems looks like, yeah, in that different environment. Okay. So to summarize this episode, we wanted to talk about things that matter to us, that when you truly look into as a person, you might not know about, but what should be known. We have reflected on the issue that affects our day-to-day being, as, as well as the ones that don't. And given our opinions, as we think conversations like this really need to be had. Thank you for listening to the third episode of our podcast series. We hope you enjoy it. Follow us on Instagram and see you again in January with Uncomfortable Truths That You Need To Know, part two. Stay tuned and see you next year.